Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 15 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach Greg Audino, and today you're going to find out a little bit more about this guy as we have a question that is geared towards me specifically and my personal habits. So we'll talk a little bit about them as well as some universal themes in regards to habits. Okay, now without further ado, let's have a look. What are the things you track on a daily basis? That could be exercise, a morning routine, what food you eat, how much water you drink. I'm just curious to know the things that you track and how you find that they help you. And also what you think would be tracking too much in your life, whether it comes to health or different things like money or something like that. Right? So I think to kick off my answer here, I just want to say that it is important to realize that the habits I track are unique to me. And the habits anyone tracks should be unique to them. This answer will not be about me telling you what to spend your life doing, but there are common themes, if you will, which I will get to in a second. First of all, some of the things I track. I track how many times I meditate, what time I go to bed, what time I turn my phone off at night, how much I read, and how much time I spend outside. The common theme here is that All of these things are things that I'm trying to add into my life, but I know I'm susceptible to slip on. These are things that I want to do a certain amount because I believe they're beneficial to me. So I'm a big believer in meditation and I find it most useful when I do it right when I wake up. But I know I can make excuses around that if I'm too sleepy or if I have to rush out or something. It's not something I've always done and I don't feel confident enough yet to not bother keeping track of it. I know I'm naturally a night owl, but I like being productive during normal work hours, so I really try to be in bed by a certain time. I know scrolling on my phone before bed is bad. Bad for my eyes, bad for my brain, not only because it disrupts sleep, but because most of the time I spend on my phone is completely useless. Let's just be honest about that. Reading is very important to me, and I read a lot of books and articles that better equip me to answer your questions, actually, but I'm not naturally a reader. I didn't read much growing up besides the, the Matt Christopher sports books, really. <laughs> uh, can throw back there. But aside from them, I went for movies. So I know reading for me requires just a little bit of a push, even though I really enjoy all the material I read nowadays. Uh, fresh air is huge for me. Right? I think it's so important to be outside as much as possible, but that can be easy to forget when I'm busy working and you know this time of year when the weather is cold. So These are all things that I want to prioritize, but I feel require some maintenance. Now, I also track bad habits for the same reason. 
If there are things I want to stop doing and want to rid myself of, I keep track of how much I do them because, again, they're naturally ingrained in me and stopping them requires a little bit of a push. I don't track bad habits that I don't normally partake in, but that's because not doing them is second nature to me. So, examples of things I do not track. Exercise, water, protein, calories, sleep time, brushing teeth, and all kinds of other things. This is because these are areas I'm very confident in and I don't feel I need to tweak further. Going to the gym was a New Year's resolution in 2007, actually, and I've always played hockey and soccer since I was little. No need to track these things. I don't have to think before doing them. Water, I drink enough of. I also think that keeping track of something as minuscule as ounces sounds like the horrible way to spend my time, so I don't do that. Protein, again, comes naturally to me because my diet is pretty well intact and I know what I need to recover from exercise. Calories, sort of the same thing, plus counting calories sounds equally as obnoxious as counting ounces of water. And who knows how many calories I ate at a restaurant. I'll never know. It's a lost cause in my book. Brushing teeth. Yeah, I've been doing that one since I was a little kid, as I hope you all have, and it just happens naturally. Sleep time. Uh, I've always been a big eight hours guy since probably high school, and though I could probably use more sometimes, eight is good and something I've always stuck by. Happens on its own. So, So I essentially give myself monthly quotas that I try to hit for the things that I need to pay attention to, and I disregard the things that I'm content with. For good habits, I usually up the quotas or keep them steady. For bad habits, I usually lower the quotas or keep them steady for when I feel like being a bad boy. So, to me, habit tracking is dependent on that which someone needs or wants to prioritize. You asked about what I'd perceive as tracking too much. And to me, that definitely falls under the category of things you are naturally satisfied with or don't realistically need any work. It's up to you to know your line on this, but... It's very easy, very easy to get neurotic from too much tracking. And this is where I go off on a little bit of a tangent. It's right in this this space that I urge all people interested in self-development to be very careful. It's very easy to establish an unhealthy addiction to improving upon things. And that can happen by tracking everything, including things you don't need to. Not everything in life needs to improve or needs to be paid extra attention to. Focus on caring about the few areas that mean a lot to you to improve. Don't be afraid to just let other things be as they are. Constant focus on improving everything leaves you satisfied with nothing, and it certainly takes the fun out of everything. So, whether it be stupid little automatic habits like brushing your teeth, or strategies to go from making a million dollars this year to two million dollars, the constant reliance on self-improvement easily leads us into insatiability and further pocket lining for the people speaking at these seminars about why your life isn't good enough and how it could be better. So pick and choose that which is really important to you and focus on those things. Tracking habits is a great way of staying on track. It forces you to pay attention, set goals, and ultimately view your progress, which is a great way of staying energized enough to keep making progress. You only have enough mental space to spend this kind of attention on a handful of things, though. So stay cognizant of what does and doesn't need to change in your life. Draw lines in the sand, if you can, as to where you'd like the things worth changing to be at. And do your best to stay mindful of that line so you can maintain gratitude and not always be looking to make life better. Wanting to track everything and make everything better is one of the biggest struggles you can put yourself through. You heard it here. 
If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Tangent over. Episode over. This was a fun one. Definitely a different vibe than episodes past, and we love a little variety here on the show. So thank you for sending that one in. Anyone else who would like to have their questions answered on this show, whether they pertain to specific personal struggles or just questions about self-growth in general, you can email them to advice at oldpodcast.com. That's advice at oldpodcast.com. You're all welcome to submit questions, so please do not be shy. One final note regarding habit tracking. The book I mentioned in episode one called Atomic Habits speaks a lot about the specifics of tracking habits. So those who want to know more, I'd highly recommend checking that out if you haven't already. But that's it for this one, everybody. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll be here for the next one. All right? Until then.